0: They were harvested for many reasons. Their meat was used for food, their skin for clothing and bookbinding, their bladders for isenglass. Primarily though, it was the black gold in their bellies that doomed them. Caviar, good eating. When the Commonwealth of Virginia banned sturgeon fishing in 1974, the gesture was merely a formality there weren't enough fish left to be affected. In 1779, when Martin Hawkins of Richmond grabbed hold of an Atlantic sturgeon and accidentally rode it into the churning waters of the James, Richmonders recalled that the young men of the Pamunkey tribe had once done exactly the same thing, except they did it on purpose, a right of manhood, a trial, by fish. It's unknown whether Martin Hawkins knew of their tradition. Probably he did not, but he was hungry, and he'd gone down to the James River to catch some fish. The river was high, and its waters were bursting with Atlantic sturgeon that had come upstream to spawn. More than a hundred years later, in 1889, the New York Times would write, our hero was at his post watching for a catch when along came an immense sturgeon and stopped to rub his sides against the rock, according to the habit of sturgeons. A habit from prehistory. When the fish did not object, he moved his hands toward the gills, then took hold, one hand on each side of the head, He'd intended to pull the sturgeon out of the water, but the fish lurched forward in surprise. He fell astride the fish's back, but his hands were held as in a vice, said the times. For a moment, all was surprise and interest. Then both fish and rider sank in the deep roaring waters of the flood. Observers cried in alarm to see a man lost to the river Leviathan. But soon, both Hawkins and the fish emerged downriver. Hawkins managed to take a breath before the fish pulled him under again. This pattern of breach, breath, and dive was repeated several times, until the pair passed Mayo's Bridge, nearly half a mile from their starting point. The fish was tiring. Hawkins steered its head like a wheel of a ship, guiding it to a sandbar on the south bank of the James. There, he dragged it ashore. The fish was monstrous, over 10 feet in length and weighing 300 pounds. The distinguished adventurer was ever after...